0: Hey, it's Josiah Novak, and welcome to the True Transformation Podcast, the top fitness podcast for men who want to get ripped, naturally boost testosterone levels, and use fitness as a tool to not only look and feel better, but improve all areas of life in the process. Welcome to the show. Buckle up. Life moves fast. Let's make it count. What's up, party people? Josiah Novak back in the house. Today, we're talking about the top five worst exercises for men. And I picked out a list of five that I honestly have just stopped doing for the past, let's call it five to six years. And I've noticed that The aches and pains that I used to deal with because of these exercises have completely gone away. Now, this is obviously due to more than just not doing the exercises. It's having to do with being smarter, safer, more just aware of what I'm doing with my training, better mobility, just being more mature, not being a total knucklehead in the gym. But I want to share with you these five because I'm not just going to list them out. I'm going to tell you why I don't think they're great and what you should do differently and some alternatives to these exercises that I think will make a huge impact in your training and uh, we'll rock and roll. So I picked these five because I really think these five have the most opportunity for unnecessary injury. Okay. And I really just want to make sure as you're going through your training program and you're focused on getting better in the gym, that you don't run into these roadblocks that are injuries, right? You don't run into situations where you can't go work out because you busted up your shoulder or you pulled your mid-back or your knees hurt. I want to make sure that your training is as injury-free as possible. Cool? So without further ado, let's jump into exercise number one in our top five worst exercises for men. So kicking things off, Number one is the barbell flat bench press. And you might be thinking, dude, I can't believe you're taking away my bench press. Like what all these years I've been doing bench press and now you're telling me it's one of the top worst exercises a guy can do. Well, hear me out. Okay. I know the bench press is popular. In fact, it's probably one of the most popular exercises exercises in the world, to be just completely fair with you. But ultimately, the issue that I have with the bench press is not necessarily the bench press itself. I will get to that part. I do think there's a way better alternative, but it's how people perform the bench press. First of all, the bench press for most guys is an ego lift. It's, I want to see how much I can bench, right? It's like the most popular question guys ask other guys. Oh, how much you bench? Well, the bench press does a couple things that I don't like. One, it is limiting your range of motion. It's a fixed plane you're operating on. You're gripping a barbell. Your shoulders can't really go anywhere besides your upper back, squeezing your upper back, and your shoulders are in a fixed position for most of the movement. Most guys struggle with this because of poor shoulder mobility, but also I just don't like this position. Okay. Your hands are in a fixed position. You're in a pronated grip and it doesn't have anywhere to go at that point, right? Your palms are facing away from you. There's nowhere for your hands to go. The barbell ain't moving. You can't bend that barbell. So I just don't like the stress that it places on your shoulder. And honestly, I think a lot of guys struggle with, with the mind muscle connection for the pec as well, with the bench press. It becomes a power movement, which, in all honesty, that's what it is. It's a power lifting movement, it's an athletic movement to just test out your explosive pushing power. You go to the NFL combine, these guys are doing 20, 30 reps of 225 on the bench. It's just a testing mechanism. I don't believe it's the best exercise to build your chest. And I think it opens you up to a lot of injury potential with your shoulder. So what do I recommend instead? Well, I recommend the dumbbell bench press, right? I like the dumbbell flat bench press. In fact, it's my favorite chest exercise, the dumbbell flat and the dumbbell incline. But I really love how much room the dumbbell press gives you for flexibility, right? So you can move your palms inward. You could do like a neutral grip. You can slow it down. You can really see the muscle imbalances if there is one between the left and the right. And it gives you a much more natural range of motion. You're able to control the movement a lot more with dumbbells and actually get a much better stretch in the pecs and a much better contraction in the pecs because you can bring the dumbbells up and in to squeeze the whole entire pec during the exercise, which I absolutely love for guys who want to build their chest. So the lesson here, guys, is to swap out the dumbbell barbell flat press and switch out the barbell for the dumbbell. That's really it. Okay. that'll It'll save you potential shoulder issues and will also give you better development and mind-muscle connection in the pecs. Okay, guys, quick pause. We'll be right back with exercise number two. What's up, guys? Real quick, just letting you know, Black Friday is finally here. It's the only time of the year our high-performance coaching for men 30 to 65 who want to get ripped, boost testosterone, improve stamina, and build muscle in the process goes on sale. This will be literally the only sale on our coaching program that we do all year long. So you're not going to want to miss this. We've also added to the pot this year, we've thrown in some exclusive Black Friday bonuses Here's a few that you're going to get. Number one, you're going to get my photo shoot ready shredded abs diet. My personal diet that I followed to go down to single digit body fat and get ready for beach trips, photo shoots, and looking my best. You'll get a step-by-step roadmap of the exact foods I eat, how I structure my nutrition plan to get down to that single digit body fat. Plus, I'm going to give you stay shredded all summer long the guide to how I maintain my lean physique all summer and all year really with a very easy to follow meal system. You'll get that plus two more bonuses. One is 30 unreleased dad bod destroyer workouts that you can do anywhere at any time with minimal to zero equipment. On top of that, I'm giving you my exclusive. This is the big one. My roadmap to a successful and sexy marriage. If you're a married guy, you're going to want to get this. This is All the lessons I've learned from many mentors over the years on how to have a healthy and very, very sexy marriage. It's my blueprint for success that I use weekly. Keep my wife happy, keep myself happy, and ultimately make sure we're keeping each other extremely satisfied. So get that plus we're throwing in two extra things to sweeten the deal. One is a full TT subs package, true transformation, nutrition, supplement package. You're going to get one of every single supplement that we have. And finally, if all that wasn't enough, you're getting a free ticket to our live event, TT Live, January 21st and 22nd in New Jersey with my good friend, UFC champion, Frankie Edgar, plus some other great friends of mine, Tanner Guzzi, Larry Hagner, Michael McKnight, and of course yours truly along with the TT squad. So go over to the truetransformation.com forward slash coaching and check out our Black Friday deal Talk to you soon. Life moves fast. Let's get back to the show. Okay, guys. Exercise number two. This is another, let's just call it another, I don't want to say as popular exercise, but it's another pushing exercise, and it's one that I still see guys in the gym do from time to time. It's probably not something that may have been as popular recently because I think people are starting to come around to the fact that this one just doesn't do a whole lot for you besides put your shoulders once again. You'll notice, guys, shoulder issues is a theme here because this is one of the most common issues I see with guys complaining of shoulder issues, right? Oh, my shoulder's hurt. My shoulder's under duress. I pulled something in my shoulder. I feel like I tore something. I don't know what's going on, right? I hear it all the time. So number two is behind the neck shoulder presses. Totally unnecessary, whether it's seated or standing. It puts a ton of unnecessary stress On the shoulder joint, it's an awkward position for pressing, which can lead to impingement in the shoulder. Pressing from a natural scapular plane, way better and more natural for the shoulder. It's also going to lead to bigger shoulders. So pressing from the front, so bringing the barbell down to right below your chin, top of your pec, and pressing straight overhead is a much more natural press. Now, I like the barbell shoulder press, both seated and standing, if you have the strength to do it and you're comfortable doing it. But I also love the dumbbell standing press as well. Really good alternatives when it comes to your shoulder press. Just don't even bother with the behind the neck press. It's a total waste of time. And I see guys still occasionally doing it, just not a huge fan. Let's move on. Exercise number three your basic plank exercise. The plank. You've probably seen people shaking in the gym, on the floor, sweating their butt off, trying to hold a plank. And while, yes, it is a test in core endurance, it really doesn't do a whole lot in terms of building up your core's ability to handle functional movement and stress. So the core does a lot of things. It rotates, it curves in, it bends backwards. It's like a sheet of of metal, a thin sheet of metal that can move different directions, okay? And ultimately, what you want to start doing is training your core to be able to handle movement in those different directions, right? And so what I suggest you doing instead of your basic plank, I suggest active planks, okay? Active planks could be a couple different things. The basic plank just isn't going to give you your best bang for your buck. An active plank could be something like where you're in a plank, but one arm is rowing a band almost like a seated row, a band that's attached out in front of you, and you're rowing, keeping your core tight, squeezing your abs on every movement. You could also do a plank, like a marching crawl or a mountain climber plank, alternating bringing your knee up, squeezing your lower core while holding a plank. I also like doing up-down planks where you're in a push-up position, then you come down to your elbows, and then you go back up and you just go nice, slow, and controlled, keeping your core tight, forcing it to do the work, and prevent rotation in the core, which once again, trains the core in a more dynamic fashion. So you're not wasting a bunch of time doing a basic plank. I'm not saying a basic plank has zero opportunity for you to get better in endurance and all that. Like that's fine. If your thing is core endurance and just holding it and seeing how long you can hold it. And you have like a personal goal of being able to hold a plank for a certain period of time, but ultimately like, What are we in the gym to do, right? We're there to get results. And I hate to see people wasting a bunch of time in the gym on exercises. They could be doing something else. It feels like you're working hard, but one of the things about hard work is that it can easily be misleading, okay? You might think, oh, I'm working really hard, but are you getting the results? Because I define hard work as something that comes with results. And if it feels like, oh, I'm doing a bunch of work, But the results aren't there. Like, are we really doing what needs to get done? Are we really being smart with our training? And this is a perfect example of that is the plank. The plank is that exercise that feels like you're doing something. But are you really? I would argue that you'd be better off doing a more dynamic, active plank. So you get way more bang for your buck. Guys, we'll be right back with exercises four and five. Okay, guys, let's go to exercise number four, which is the good morning. You may not have heard of the good morning before. It's a great exercise, actually. It's not a terrible exercise at all. It loads the posterior chain pretty well, your glutes, your lower back. It's just most people do not have the necessary thoracic extension to pull it off with proper form. So you can easily slip on this exercise. A disc in your lower back could easily get slipped if you're not careful. Good morning is an advanced exercise that comes with a lot of posterior chain strength. For example, if you've been deadlifting a lot, you've been doing a lot of uh, glute work, you have powerful glutes, powerful lower back, a good morning could be a way to push the progression in your strength in those areas. But I'm not a fan of someone just jumping into a basic exercise routine, jumping right into a good morning. It just, for most people, doesn't make a lot of sense. Instead, what I suggest is getting really good at more powerful movements, okay? So, for example, the squat, the deadlift, the glute ham thrust, right, the glute thrust, glute bridges, glute barbell hip thrusts, lunges, step-ups, things that develop your glute and lower back in a safer fashion so that you can build up that strength required to do a proper good morning. Because once you have the strength and you're like, okay, now I want to add some intensity to my glute and lower back training, then a good morning could work well. It's a great exercise when done properly. It's just Most people don't even have the flexibility needed to handle that kind of load on that part of the body. So I would skip the good mornings. I wouldn't even bother with them until you have built up some strength there and then slowly. So just do it, honestly, do it without any weight to start. Just perform the movement with your hands on the back of your head so that your spine's in alignment and then slowly get comfortable with the movement, then start to add resistance if it makes sense. But there's just no need to jump into heavy good mornings as someone who's just trying to avoid injury, just want to look better with your shirt off like totally unnecessary would would completely skip it if it were me okay so we're crushing here guys we've got through all four let's cover the last exercise and I told you it's a shoulder theme today and I see this all over the place in the gym it's the upright row this is really uh, in my opinion a dangerous exercise for the integrity and health of the rotator cuff muscles in the shoulder sorry what all guys complain about oh my rotator cuff oh I slept on it wrong something's off well the upright row is going to make things a lot worse. It's the position of the elbows and hands that really makes this at the end of the movement that makes this exercise really bad. It's where your hands and elbows are at the end. The upright row puts your shoulders into a very provocative position for testing impingement. Okay. So really what you want to do is you want to have your elbows below your hands, something like the high pull. okay? A dumbbell high pull where you're pulling the dumbbells up, your hands stay higher than your elbows. And you still get that benefit of the abduction of the shoulders without internal rotation that puts a ton of unnecessary stress on the shoulder. All right, So you can do a dumbbell high pull instead. I also like front plate raises. So you just hold a plate in front like you're driving a car, and you just raise it directly overhead so your arms are fully extended straight up over your head and the plate is directly above your head. Those two exercises are good replacements for the upright row. And I haven't done upright rows in a long time. I used to do a lot of upright rows and I had a lot of shoulder issues. And looking back, I just didn't have the expertise back in my early training days to know what I was doing and, and how it was impacting my shoulder health. So big issues today with shoulder. I want to focus on that, especially today. Cause I see like, that's really the biggest area where guys deal with aches and pains and need to have some alternatives and could just be shooting themselves in the foot and don't even know it right they're doing all these exercises that they see other people do and they're like oh yeah i'm just going to follow that makes sense and then they run into issues because they don't understand what it's doing to the integrity of the motion in the body hopefully this episode sheds some light i will cover some more exercises on future episodes but in my book these are the top 5 worst exercises for men that i would just either replace in your training or eliminate completely And let me know, leave a review. Let me know what other exercises you struggle with, what other exercises you'd like to see covered, whether they're good or not. And if you have other questions that you want to see covered in a future show, please let me know. In the meantime, you can visit the truetransformation.com to check out all the other resources that we have for guys 30 and older who want to get ripped, boost testosterone, and ultimately use fitness as a tool to improve all areas of life. I'm Josiah Novak thetruetransformation.com. Remember, life moves fast. Make it count. I'll talk to you on the next one. Peace. Thanks for listening to the True Transformation Podcast. Make sure to subscribe and leave us um, a review. A review. Come back next time.